Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Accommodation Show. This week, we're going to be talking all things trust, all things property management companies, and how to build a new startup. I'm joined by one of my good friends, the wonderful Brooke Faust from Venturi and from Comparant. How are you going, Brooke? Bart, what's going on, man? How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. I know that, as per usual, it's the end of the day for you, the start of mine. So I appreciate you taking the time out after a long day. Um, but it's nice for me because I get to start off my day on a positive foot. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, no, it's ex- exciting to be here and uh, happy to uh, kick off your day. Um, hope you don't mind. I'm having a cocktail already. Oh, wow. Now I'm, uh, I'm my first coffee for the day. So <laughs> it is completely reversed. Um Brooke, it was great to see you at VRMA um, to share some stories and a bit of time over there. It's been incredible to to watch your journey. The first time we encountered was when you published uh, or you put up a post on LinkedIn that you had got a new book from zero to 500 properties. Uh, Then I started to get to know you. And one thing we were talking about just before we got started is you are an entrepreneur at heart. You love startups. You love building cool stuff. Um, I've been following, uh, and folks, if you haven't followed Brooke, I recommend that you do because he connects with everybody in the industry and he gets as much information out of them to create really cool solutions for them. Now, I think that's a bit of an introduction there. Now, uh, Brooke reached out because he's got a really cool new product and the reason why I wanted to do this interview, and generally I don't do uh, interviews about products as such, is because you're solving a real problem which is out there. Uh, and I want you to talk to that problem a little bit, and then we can kind of go into some of the, the mechanics of it and how people will be able to benefit from these sorts of tools that you've created and how they can think about uh, getting more customers into their business. Yeah, so uh, the the company is called Comparant, and I've, ha- I've literally had this idea barred for probably close to a decade. But it's just you know different things came around, and you know obviously Vintory started, so I didn't have the time and the bandwidth exactly to start it. But um, and we also didn't have the data. So Comparant is a marketplace really that connects vacation rental homeowners and professional vacation rental managers. And if you think about it, if you're a vacation rental homeowner. There isn't any website out there that gives you the data, that gives you the metrics to decide and choose who is a good management company. Like you and I, like let's say our brother or sister were to buy a vacation home and they were to ask us, say, you know, hey, Bart, will you help us, you know, find a good professional manager? Because we don't have the time or the bandwidth to manage this. We could probably do some research. We could figure it out. We could, you know, go through, jump, you know, pull in some different reports from different companies here and there. And, you know, but the average the average person can't do that. There isn't any website out there that allows you to shop and compare for professional management. And I thought that that needed to be fixed. And then conversely, on the other side of it, if you're a professional vacation rental manager, there isn't any channel that you can go to to get more leads, to get more homeowner leads. And Mm -hmm. um, it just happened to be that, you know, we have probably what I would argue one of the largest databases of professional vacation rental managers out there. And we have one of the largest databases of vacation rental homeowners out there. And that's what we're trying to do is really just create a marketplace connecting those uh, those two, uh, you know, ICPs, if you will, or those two different sets of people, you know? Yeah, beautiful. So um, I I remember receiving an email about this and, uh, and 
I like what I like about you, Brooke, is quite often you, like you've had this idea for 10 years, but we've never talked about it. And then all of a sudden there's this cool thing that's just happening. So <laughs> you hold your cards close to your chest and then all of a sudden say, oh, I've got this tool and it's already up and working, which is great. Now for the audience, I'll give you a little bit of a run through and Brooke, you can correct me a bit that I'm wrong. But the whole idea is that uh, if you're a consumer or if you're a homeowner and if you're looking for a management company and this this applies to, to real estate as well and i'll talk about that in a second if you want to find a property management company you are going through you might search on google and whatever comes up first um, you're going to look at their website you're going to look at what they say they're good at you might look at some of the other properties that they manage but it doesn't necessarily give you any indication as to what, what their performance is like, whether they're actually any good, whether they're gonna look after you, what their track history is as well. And then uh, the only way as a property management company right now is that you can build that trust with your potential clients is one is you can go on to get Google reviews. You can go to Trustpilot, uh, maybe even Captera, and you can get reviews on there and then put them on your website and say, hey guys, we are trustworthy, that sort of thing, which actually isn't a, isn't a bad strategy at all. I mean, it, it works. The only problem with that is that those platforms don't cater specifically to the pro product that you're looking for. It's not right. like just real estate agents. It's kind of a bit of everything. And uh, it's harder to judge and to compare different service providers in the one area that you're actually looking for. You might look at, look at Trustpilot, for example, and then the property management company doesn't work in your area. So you're wasting a lot of time. The other thing you might do is you might go through referrals and I get this all the time, Brooke, because I'll have people approach me and say, Hey, Bart, um, who's the best property management company? And I'll be like, Oh, well, I know these guys and those guys and they, they will look after you. And that's what we go on. We go on trust based on our business relationships, but not necessarily based on the result that they've had with their clients. So what this platform's doing is it's going and letting property, uh, the, the owners leave reviews for property management companies. Is that correct? That's correct. So, yeah. So not only do we obviously pipe in reviews from Airbnb and Verbo, uh, but we're actually going out there and collecting those homeowner reviews as well. So we will be pushing homeowner traffic, uh, you know, to these, uh, to this website to leave the reviews, but also, you know, we're looking for our, our property manager, our vacation manager partners, to push out the link to all their, uh, their homeowners to, uh, to leave those reviews as well. Um, now we will, uh, you know, we will not take down bad reviews. Uh, you know, we've already had a couple property managers ask us that, um, because it has to be transparent. It has to be good. Now, if it's a fake review and we have some, some certain things we can do to vet, the, you know, to make sure that they sure. are who they are, say they are, it's not just a competitor yeah. leaving a bogus review. Um, we will take down, you can, you have the ability to log into the system and flag reviews, and we do give, we'll give them the ability to uh, you know take that down if it is a fraudulent review, but we're not going to take down bad reviews. I mean, studies have shown that actually, you know, four point seven to four point nine stars is actually better than five stars in many cases because people don't trust five stars; it's fake. But if you have four point seven, you know, then they think it's actually it might be a more realistic uh, review. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Our our review score is actually four point nine for iBooked Online, um, and that was uh, that was through. The one negative review is one that shouldn't be there. Let's say we flagged it multiple times. We want to keep that five stars, but maybe, maybe we're better off. It's actually good. Maybe we're better it's off. It's actually with probably the a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, is, which but, is good. But it's not just reviews. So, you know, here's the thing with marketplaces. It's a little bit of a chicken and egg, right? Like you have to have the content there. You have to have the listings there. 
So luckily we do have out of the gates at launch, we have over 5,000 companies in there, but not only do we have the reviews from Airbnb, Verbo, and Google My Business, but we also have a lot of the metrics from Airbnb and Verbo. So remember, we, we go out there, we, we scrape all the uh, sites, the OTAs. So we're pulling in the ADR, we're pulling in how many properties are there, we're pulling in their, um, the occupancy, we're pulling in how many properties they have by property type, we're pulling in how many properties they have by bedroom. So at least like, you know, when these homeowners start to go to this website, there's 5,000 property managers on that site from day one. Mm. And obviously, you know, we want, you know, we want these professional vacational managers to go in and claim their profiles, verify their, uh, their, their profiles, and obviously start gathering homeowner reviews um, because it looks a lot better, obviously, when you fill in that content. But it is it's 100 percent for free. You, we will always have a free option to create your profile or claim your profile and also start gathering homeowner reviews um, that will yeah. always be there. So our, our number one focus here is really to create that trust, create that transparency, because it's never really existed. And this is not a novel concept, Bart. I mean, this has been done in every other. If you look at every other industry out there, you mentioned Capterra before. Like this is mm-hmm. this is normal in every other vertical, every other industry. It's just for some reason it's never been done in short term rentals and we figure we were positioned better than anybody to make this happen. Um, so I'd be kicking myself in the tail if I, if I saw, you know, a couple of months from now or years from now, somebody else launched this. If, yeah, that's right. Well, and plus, I mean, you've got the, the industry contacts, the industry know-how. Um, and I think that from my experience of working with you or knowing you um, is that you come from a, with a really uh, a, a point of view of trying to solve problems for people. Not so much, all right, great, we'll build a company, we'll make a bunch of money. I mean, that's always, that's what we're in it for. But really, it's it's that kind of fundamental of like, how do we actually solve this problem? And what is the problem that we actually have? And this is a genuine issue where uh, figuring out which co- property management companies are the best is really tricky. And yeah. that kind of goes to awards as well. So we go, we, we look at companies that have been awarded uh, for being best property management company. And uh, funnily enough, uh, uh, this is a little bit top secret, but we're looking at doing some awards as well for Strive over here in Australia for our conference. And we're looking at criteria and how do we judge these different companies? And how do we figure out who the big, best property management company is? Why should they be winning an award and that sort of thing? When we, uh, uh, Brooke, when we think about what makes a property management company good when we're leaving reviews right now is it just a a five-star system or do you have multiple tiers based on different uh, criteria yeah it's uh and i I don't know exactly off the top of my head i think there's five different categories it's it could be from revenue it could be from cleaning maintenance it could be from service we actually give the homeowner there's five different subcategories they can they can rank from um so you can you break that down and they have the ability to obviously leave a headline they have ability to leave um you know, a full review, uh, and then rank each of those five subcategories, uh, as well. So eventually we'll have, what's great about this is you think about all the data we'll have from this and just seeing how all these companies are performing in all those different categories. Um, in aggregate, I have a feeling we'll have some really, really cool, uh, data and content we can publish later on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. You'll, you'll have all of that insight. So yeah, look, it makes sense to have those different review categories, right? We, we agree on that. Now, if you were to, to think about different awards and if you were to think about how they're judged and the kind of the comparative nature. Now, I don't want to say that awards aren't worthwhile because I think that there's, uh, 
it's really important to get recognition and, and peer recognition, but this is different than getting peer recognition for being good at what you do. Um, here you're actually getting that consumer or customer feedback from the bottom. Um, how much different do you think it will, like in terms of those trust signals, and I guess that behind a lot of what you're doing is about psychology, right? And understanding how consumers behave and why they behave in a certain way. Uh, kind of from your research, what kind of value proposition do you think it provides for the homeowners? Well, I mean, look, anytime you have a third party, independent third party that is awarding um, or creating some kind of badge, some kind of trust icon or trust signal, I think that is helpful. And it is regardless, it, you, you know, it's not like one of these things where we're giving awards if you pay. This is not a pay to play situation. You have to actually earn the award to be able to get it. Um, so, but I think the, um, I think that's super valuable. If I, if I'm a homeowner and I go in and I see that, you know, the, Hey, out of this, you know, out of my market, this is the only company that actually has been awarded a, you know, comparant, uh, top, uh, vacation rental manager badge. I think that says a lot, you know, and, you know, we're gonna have different, different criteria, what that means and what that looks like. And, um, we're gonna have different types of awards. We'll have, you know, fastest growing, we'll have market leader, we'll have, probably a comparant 100 or a comparant 500, you know, um, you know, kind of the top 500 companies or the top 100 companies. Uh, and like I said, those market leaders, but we'll, we'll have those different badges, which I think is important. But again, for sure, this is not a pay to play type of a situation. You have to actually earn the award to be able to get it. And for a, for a homeowner to leave a review, what kind of verifications do you guys have in place? Or is it just pretty much email address and then they can go and leave the review? Yeah, so we we do actually have them um, uh, leave a, their uh, address, their email, uh, and their phone number, and obviously then the review. Now, what happens is if um, let's say they left a review for your property management company, Bart, and you uh, went in there and say, "Wait, we do not, we do not have a Jim Smith. There's no such Jim Smith at this address. Yeah, he is not one of our homeowners." We can that you can flag that in the back end of our system, and we can pause it for the time being. And we can ask him to prove that he actually is with your management company. So we're not reviewing every single review. We're only, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, that trust process is really only happening when somebody actually flags it. So theoretically, you could have uh, somebody that actually goes in there, obviously, and leaves a, a good review um, that we could slip through. We don't have, obviously, the bandwidth to go to verify every single, you know, one of those, um, yeah. you know, but uh, if, if they, they leave a poor review and it is flagged, we can go through there and, and, and check that and verify, make sure they actually own that home, make sure they actually are with that management company. And that could be a couple different things like logging into the back end of the system, um, you know, showing that it's, uh, you know, in the property management system, showing that they actually do have that, maybe sending a bill, you know, a cell phone bill or something like that, showing that it is actually, you know, your address of that property. Yeah. And I think that, just from a dev point of view, you guys will have the opportunity as you continue to grow to, to vet um, uh, fake profiles in the other way, right? So companies have gone there and uh, left reviews for themselves and you know, they'll, they'll have matching IPs or they'll leave 10 reviews in a row, which all sound yeah. the same and they've got a, uh, they were left within you know, an hour or whatever. And then you'll be able to go, okay, cool, there's an issue here. 
yeah. you'll be able to vet those out because the, the good thing for you is that there's not that many property management companies and the risk of the property management company getting it wrong is i guess you know getting booted from the platform or whatever um if they are trying to be fraudulent so i think that that part will will sort itself out as you grow and you, you guys will quite easily be able to uh, police that yeah. And there, look, there's, we, uh, you know, look, we, we just launched a month ago. We've been live for exactly, you know, four weeks now. So we will get uh, really good at this process. And again, the good news is, again, there is multiple, uh, there's multiple companies that have done something similar to this. Uh, and I'm sure we can learn from them and, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. There's a lot of different systems in place you can do to, to ensure that, you know, uh, look, that, that trust is so important. You know, making sure that we're capturing uh, real reviews and real information is really the core fundamental part of this. That's why, again, even if you're a paid subscriber, you're paying me a lot of money and we haven't even figured out how to monetize this thing, haven't even started even thinking about monetizing it. But even if you are paying us a lot of money, we're not going to take down bad reviews. We will take down fraudulent reviews, but we will not take down bad reviews because that is key to this. We have to have that trust and credibility uh, from the homeowner's perspective. To be able to, you know, if if every single management company has all five stars, then you might as well not even have the reviews. Doesn't do any good. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think that that's where, um, even if you you look at uh, some of the OTAs, uh, they've got multiple sort of line items for the reviews, which actually makes them a bit more accurate. Rather than saying, "Hey, that all fives or fours, then you can actually go, "All right, is it a good value for money? Is the location good?" And then you can get some real data as to which parts are good and which parts are bad without not uh, without necessarily affecting uh, the property. So you're getting more accurate data that you can then yeah. make some decisions, purchasing decisions on um, the same way as, you know, if you were to, if with this kind of stuff, you'd want to know how, how, like you said, the cleaners, but also how, how good it is to work with the team. What's the customer service like and that sort of thing. And you guys will figure those metrics as you go. I think the one thing that, uh, so there's a company over here called rate my agent and rate my agent uh, is for real estate agents and it's a very similar concept where if you sell a property then you can um you sell a property then you can leave a review for the agent that you worked with uh the it's an interesting one because it's a little bit different because if you you're selling a property if you get a really high price you're going to think the agent's amazing right but that might, might not necessarily mean that the agent was amazing it might just be market conditions as well. So you're waiting for this kind of law of averages to sort of come out to figure out which agents are the, be the best and which ones are the worst. What's interesting is from the agent's perspective, and this is what I want people to, or encourage people to look at this sort of solution, is that if you're a property management company and you're, you've got leads and, and people coming into you and they're, they're saying, hey, we wanna work with you, it's invaluable to be able to show them a list of 100, 200, 300 positive experiences from your owners that they can look at and go, all right, cool. I can see that you, you're credible and it's and it's put together by a third party source or mm -hmm. there's a, a, a source in the middle that's kind of monitoring the, those reviews. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if, if you, whenever you can have, I mean, you can go there and say as much as you want how great you are <laughs> and what a great company you are, but it doesn't have that trust and credibility. If it's a third party uh, service, then as long as they trust that third party, um, then I think it's going to, you know, bode really well. I'll give you kind of a tangential uh, example. So um, I, 
I present, I had two presentations this last uh, year at VRMA and the first one um, went great. And then the second one, we, we called a little bit of an audible. What we did is we said, you know what, rather than me going up on stage, why don't I just have my customers go up on stage and talk about us or talk about just inventory? So we actually put together a panel of like five or six different uh, of our uh, partners, customers, and they just talked about inventory growth secrets, all, all the different things that they do. And of course, they would lob out a couple of times, you know, that they use Ventory um, and they what a, how great success they've had. But Bart, that was so much more effective. We had, I mean, we probably had a dozen people walk up to us at the booth and say, we, we sat on a panel and every single person on the panel talked about Ventory. We have to, you know, go talk to you. Now, they weren't lying. They were telling the truth. They, they, I didn't pay them to do any, say any of this stuff, but that was so much more effective than if I was sitting up on stage and giving a presentation, you know, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's much more impactful when you get that social proof, that third party social proof. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it kind of reminds me of a couple of things. So one of the things that we do is we, uh, embed widgets onto our websites with reviews from third party platforms. And the cool thing is that with the way that we do it is that we actually get reviews from Google, Airbnb, booking.com, TripAdvisor, and they all go into this widget. Uh, and then people can actually leave reviews on there as well. So, but then your website becomes a central source of all those different reviews and you can put the good ones, the bad ones uh, and everything on there. And for direct booking rates, it, it helps them shoot through the roof because sure. when people don't really know who you are and most people that visit your website the first time have got no idea who you are and how you do business. Just seeing that and just getting that trust and then, oh, okay, cool, I can, I can do that. The Black Friday sale is a really good example as well, uh, Brooke, is there's a bunch of products that came across my desk and people say, oh, we should buy this. Look at the sale. It's great. It's 50% off. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Let's have a look at it. And very, very hard to make a decision as to whether it's actually any good. So therefore, uh, we found ourselves going onto the review sites and going, all right, are they good? Aren't they good? One of the things that I found with reviews, actually, and this is a space which I would hope that you can capture, because uh, I believe that Google haven't yet, and I believe that the OTAs haven't done it yet, is I'll give you an example. I'll go to a restaurant. I'll have a really good experience. I'll leave them a five-star review. A few months later, I'll go in, and then something will happen. The owner has been an absolute ass. Um not like just the customer service is woeful. So then I want to, I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to remove the, the five star, but I want to give an update and go like, yeah, this place has changed. You know, it's gone downhill. There's new owners and it's and it now sucks. And there's a lot of businesses that actually do that. They come in and you've got new owners and the new owners might be far better or far worse. And they, they're they're They've got the repercussions of what happened in the past. So, I'm waffling, but the point is this, is that quite often when you look at reviews for different services, the level of service changes over time. So looking at a review from five years ago is kind of redundant information. It doesn't really help you figure out, you know, it's almost like pre-COVID to now. It's like the different businesses all together. Uh, one, I imagine that you guys will provision for this kind of thing in the future, but I'd just love your, your opinion on um, the the value of those sort of more recent reviews. Yeah. So w look, we put it again, 
the Mark Andreessen, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Reed Hoffman talks about uh, when you launch, you know, founder of LinkedIn, he says, you know, when you launch your product, he's like, if you're not embarrassed by your MVP, your minimal viable product, you release too late. He's like, you got to get it in the hands of consumer. So it's like, get it out there, you know, learn from your customer, iterate, 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 you know? And um, look, we, again, we launched four weeks ago. So right now, the way it is, is just a based on a pure scoring system. We are going to create a comparant score. Uh, that it'll be an algorithm based on our on owner reviews. Obviously, it'll be based on uh, Verbo reviews, Airbnb, Google My Business, and other factors uh, as well that we can kind of start piping in. There's some really cool APIs you can do with SEMrush and Ahrefs and some of these other, uh, even Glassdoor. You can pull in some um, some some different uh, uh, mm-hmm. APIs. But if you look at some of the sort of some of the algorithms that are out there, eventually uh, that we'll end up doing, um, you definitely will give more weight to newer reviews. Um, because, you know, the, is it really relevant to your point? You know, somebody left five stars 10 years ago. I don't know. I think it's a little bit, I, I, I put a little bit more weight into the, the review that was left last week. I think that's a little bit more relevant. So we are going to start working with it. The good news is the way our system is set up, we've already kind of built into the logic of the algorithm where we can actually start modifying it and pulling the weights on different areas and things like that. Mm. So maybe we give you know, 50% weight to the homeowner reviews. Maybe we give 16% to Airbnb reviews, 16% to Verbo. We can already, the way our system is already set up, we can actually start doing that. But right now we don't have a comparison score. We literally just show you what is the straight out homeowner reviews? What is the Verbo review? What is the Google My Business review? What's the uh, Airbnb reviews? But eventually we will kind of create that that system. Um, But that's the fun part. You know, this is this is why I enjoy startups. I enjoy the the challenge of it and and the ideation and, and building it and testing it. Make sure um, make sure the little widget that you can put on other people's website gets created. By the way, just my my top tip from the outside, not doing your business, but I think that's that would be invaluable is just to have that 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 little trust score and then that can always link back to Comparant, which is great. I think the other good thing is I assume that right now on Comparant, people can they'll have their their links to their property management company. Yeah. So the way it's set up currently uh, is you can go in, uh, you can claim your profile uh, and then the leads will actually flow through the system there. So you actually don't see the URL on the page. We want to track the leads. We want to be able to see, you know, show how successful we are on those leads. Um, But again, you will have the ability to capture those leads for free uh, on the system through the platform. Eventually we'll probably even, you know, give some, you know, again, we haven't even really thought about how to monetize this, but eventually we'll probably have some kind of connection to Vintory on some of the paid subscriptions um, where it, uh, you actually get the Vintory CRM and marketing automation platform that kind of connects to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and I mean, like with that, all these things, as Brooke just said, you guys have just, just started, right? So there's, uh, you know, very getting involved is always better than not. And then in the future, you can make decisions on whether you're going to stay or not. And Brooke's job is to uh, create a value proposition that you can't refuse. And that's why you would pay or you would stay, stay subscribed. So don't don't ever panic about that kind of stuff. So um, uh, get a listing, get a bunch of reviews in there and start showing people uh, that you, yeah. you've got, that those, how those review, look, reviews look. Yeah, I mean, look, you've got nothing to lose. I mean, here, we are going to be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars driving homeowner traffic to this website. So if you're not listed on there, or if you haven't claimed your profile, you just, it looks like, it's like trying to sell your house and like, you know, it's all run down and the grass hasn't been mowed and like the windows are like broken and things like that. Like go in there, at least claim your profile. It's, it's 
publication for you. It's PR for you. We are going to be spending hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to drive homeowner traffic to this website. You might as well be listed. And again, it's 100% for free. You can start gathering homeowner reviews for free. Now, again, I'm a, I'm a capitalist. I like making money. We eventually will figure out how to monetize this, but you will always have that free option. It'll probably just be some bells and whistles and upgrades and maybe some priority sorting, you know, uh, you know, out of the gates that's uh, based on uh, paid subscribers. But realistically, you know, you have the ability to do that. So you have nothing to lose to go in there and claim your profile or create a profile and start gathering homeowner reviews. Uh, if anything, you might end up starting some leads. I mean, it's funny. We launched this and we haven't even been trying to drive any homeowner traffic to it. We had one of our partners reach out to us and say, hey, yeah, I got two leads last week. And we're like, through comparing, we're like, how the heck did you, I thought they were making it up, but we logged in the system. They really did. But I don't even know how they did it because we we literally haven't even started marketing to homeowners yet. We've been really just trying to focus to get the the property managers verified. Um, so it, yeah. it does work. And I, I have no doubt this will be the primary channel that most vacation rental homeowners are using to shop and comparing for professional management. And eventually this will be the primary channel that most professional vacation rental managers end up getting new leads. Um, so go and claim that profile, start gathering reviews. Yep. Getting quick. And then, uh, just, uh, where, where are you guys open to at the moment? Where in the world? Where, like which markets? Yeah. Yeah. So this is one, it's international. So everywhere we already, I mean, we, we, I think we got two listings last week in South Africa. Um, so it's 100% international. This is not just to the U S base. This is a hundred percent international. Yeah. So if you're in Australia, you're in England, uh, wherever, uh, and, you know, claim that profile now just for full transparency, we don't have a <laughs> lot of, uh, we didn't upload any of our, those companies, uh, outside of the U S but if you want to create a profile uh, outside of the U S you can easily do it. It takes you less than five minutes to create a profile. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nice. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, Mr. Brooke, I'm looking forward to tracking the success of Comparant. Uh, also Ventori. It's always, these are products that are incredibly important and especially for the entrepreneur uh, in us, if you're really looking to build your business, that's what Brooke really does well. He looks at, at tools that help you uh, build a bigger business, a business which is more saleable as well in the future. So that's a good place to be. So if you're looking to go sort of beyond just managing a few properties to really building something bigger, this is a good person to follow and to watch. Uh, Brooke, what's the best way to follow you? Yeah, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So you can follow me, Brooke Fouts, uh, on LinkedIn or email me, Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E at Vintory.com. There you go. And uh, we'll put the links to Comparant in the show notes so you can click through there and get your profile sorted. Brooke, wish you a very good rest of the day. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Bart. Take care. Take care.